All right, welcome back to the 1-2 Kentucky Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's episode is the first episode of 2022. And my goal is to be consistent, consistently putting out new episodes for this podcast every two weeks. So please be on the lookout for the new content that will be coming your way this year. And without further ado, my guest today is Emily Guyman, or better known as EKG. Guyman is a former Kentucky strength coach, and she was recently hired on at the University of Arkansas as an assistant strength and conditioning coach. This is her first full-time role, her first big girl job as a college strength coach, and we are very, very proud of her. And it's been a minute since Emily and I have talked She took the job at Arkansas early January. She's been busy. I've been busy. So it was very nice for us to sit down, reconnect, talk about her new role at Arkansas. We also talk about some of the similarities and differences between UK and Arkansas. Um, I really enjoyed our conversation and I hope you do as well. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I guess what you said. Oh, you can read my lips. Are you at your apartment? Yes, I am. Yeah. How was your schedule today? Uh, super easy. I had um, softball, speed and agility and conditioning this morning at 7.15. And then I had like two athletes come in after that for a class complex. And I lifted after that. And then now I'm here. So it's awesome. Well, yeah. I know you're busy because this is a new role for you at Arkansas. New school, new job, new role, new teams, but I'm glad you can make some time to hop on here with me. This will be the first one to Kentucky Blue podcast of the year 2022, so you should feel very honored. Oh, that's exciting. And it's the first interview I've done in a minute because last semester was really just me gathering my thoughts on whatever we had going on with our staff and then just making sure that I was getting that out to the world. So I'm excited to talk to you because it's been a minute since you and I have connected since you um, left for Arkansas. But I wanted to start off, just tell everybody listening that doesn't know, just review your position at UK. And and I was thinking about this right before you hopped on the Zoom. You got to us in 2019, correct? Yes. And then just like a lot of our young strength coaches, you came in as a volunteer intern during the summer. You earned a paid position, which eventually led to us paying for your grad school. And what sports did you work with directly during your time at UK? So the sports I was in charge of were men and women's golf and the dive team. And then newly adopted um, fall of 2021 was JV Women's Soccer that I had for their speed, agility and conditioning sessions but those were the teams that I um, was directly in charge of creating those programs, running those sessions, communicating with the coaches and athletic trainers, dietitians, all that stuff. And then um, through that role, I assisted Brenna McDonald with all of her teams. So swim and men and women's soccer. Did you, you helped me out a little bit with volleyball during the summer. Mm-hmm. Did, did you, you helped D out a little bit with, softball and gymnastics correct as well yeah over my time at Kentucky I probably have assisted with every sports team there at some point so um I've definitely you know been with it all seen it all so and worked with all the coaches so it's been awesome 
Yep. Yep. So now that you're at Arkansas, it's your first full-time big girl job. What is your official title? And then what sports do you have at Arkansas? Um, I'm an assistant strength conditioning coach and my sports are softball and I have the women's swim and dive team. So there's there is, only, there is yeah, no men's only, team, correct? There's only yeah. women's there. Um, so yeah, those are my, those are my teams. So right now, walk me through your schedule. So softball is getting geared up to start their competitive season. Mm -hmm. um, I know you just said that you had a speed and agility session with them this morning. How often do you see the softball team? So right now I see them Monday through Friday. We lift three times and then we do some kind of speed agility conditioning work twice a week. Um, and that's been, so they went, my start date was January 10th and that was a week before school started, but they were back on campus, like hitting the ground running. So we've been at that schedule for three solid weeks now um, into the fourth week this week. And then they leave for Mexico next week. Um, oh, spend a week there um playing are you going with them no <laughs> that would have been cool but um they'll be out there so once they get back it'll be like they're in it pretty much like they'll have home events and then they'll be traveling and stuff so then it'll be more like two to three times a week and it'll be more of lifting and just that in-season programming type stuff with them yeah right now the softball team are they with you in the mornings or is it like a right before practice situation they're with me every morning at 7.15. Awesome. And what about the women swim and dive? How often do you see them? I see them three times a week. Um, tried to at least like last week they went and swam against Georgia, swam and dove against Georgia Tech. And um, so they, that was on a Friday. So I only had them Monday, Wednesday versus Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But yeah, three times a week. Um, right now we're gearing up for SCCs, which is coming up. Um, really soon. So this, that was like an interesting um, role to just kind of take over because they were like, you know, very right in season and then gearing up for SCC championships. So um, it's been good though. They, so I think it's two solid weeks before SCCs and I just found out that I'm going to travel with them. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. Oh, well, that's awesome. That is unique that both of the teams that you have, like softball is getting ready to start their season swimming was already in their season so it's not like you were able to come in establish who you are as a strength coach do whatever assessments you need to do it's like you're just kind of thrown in there how has it been programming wise has it been similar to what the person before you did or have you already taken over that and made the adjustments that you feel like you needed to make so i I went back and forth on this a lot because, you know, the time I got the job to the time I started, I pretty much had like two weeks. And then during that time, it was Christmas. I was seeing my family and then like I had to move. So it was just a lot going on. And so I was trying to think like, what would be the best, you know, do I continue what um, the previous strength coach was doing? Because she left me like she programmed basically through the month of January do I intermix my style? Do I just go, you know, gung-ho and change everything? Um, and so I thought about it, I thought about it, and I was like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable putting weight on someone's back um, that I haven't seen them move, seen them squat and things like that. Um, also, looking at their programs previously, they had never Olympic lifted before. And either group? Either group. Okay. And coming from, you know, Kentucky, myself, like being an Olympic weightlifter, like that's just 
you know, something I think all teams should do, like at least a variation of it. So um, that first week was run very much like an orientation style um, that we do at Kentucky. So top of the knee up, I taught them um, hang clean progressions. We did squat progressions, bench progressions. Um, and at first I was like, these kids are going to hate me. Like they're not going to, you know, enjoy that. But they really did. Like they um, grabbed onto it and I think enjoyed the kind of like having structure and um, re kind of emphasizing technique and stuff. And it came at a good time with softball because they had just come back from winter break. Um, so acclimation period with that. And then with swim and dive, they had actually got hit with COVID kind of hard right before that. So a lot of the kids too, like had just been sick or been in quarantine. So again, like kind of a good time to like, they weren't training super hard then all of a sudden, like nothing. So um, I got lucky with that. And then basically after I've seen them move, I was able to um, progress them the way I want to um, in the weight room. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Just a unique situation that you're in. It's good to hear what you were able to put in place, but that was going to be my first question to you. And you kind of already answered part of it. But like, what are some of the differences between what you saw at Kentucky and what you're seeing at Arkansas? Obviously, the programming for those two teams was um, not using the Olympic lifts like we do a ton here. So that's one difference. What's some other differences maybe in um, like the facility? Any big differences facility wise? Yeah, so we have five racks front and back. So it makes for 10 platforms. Um, and then it's the space is different. So it's like, we have that and it's kind of like pushed to the side a little bit. So the backside racks are very close to like a wall. So like, that's kind of like, I don't love having like kids on the backside if I can't, if I can, just cause it's like the spacing is weird mm -hmm. on that. We have jammer arms on those backsides, which is cool. Like, you know, there are jammer arms and Joe craft, but I never really got to play around with that a ton. So definitely something I want to learn more about, but on the flip side, like if we have someone back squatting or benching on that backside, they got to be careful not to like move those jammer arms. Cause we don't have the, the stuff that locks them in place. Yeah. Um, we let's see. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely like a smaller um, platform and rack space situation, but the rest of the weight room is very open and big. So you can like really spread out and do a lot of different stuff in there. Um, some like some some things that we have at Kentucky you don't realize are like really efficient and good until you leave. So like the at Kentucky there was like the tape around like where the rack needs to be reset. Like that is like a genius thing. Like because like I'm like please put your J hook back in number twenty six. I'm like we need tape. Like that's that's a genius thing. So it's like um at Kentucky where the bands are set up. There's like a certain number of colored bands at every rack like that's just super easy versus like all the bands being like over here on one side um that's another thing that's like really efficient and good um pretty much like we have like similar equipment um it's just it's definitely like a smaller weight room there's so here's like a main difference is that um Baseball has their own weight room, track and field has their own weight room, and then basketballs and football have their own weight room. Basketball strength and conditioning coaches also train the tennis teams. So everyone else is with us and we don't train cheer. So it feels like we like barely have any sports like coming from Kentucky. I'm like, where is everybody? Um, because 
it's only me, Whitney, who's our director, and Zane, who, who's our other assistant, who work out of um, our weight room. It's the Bev Lewis weight room. Um, and pretty much we have all women's teams except for men's golf, um, which is really cool. But yeah, it's like all of us work out of there. And so, you know, I have softball, swim and dive. Zane has women's soccer, men's golf, and then Whitney has volleyball, gymnastics, and women's golf. So all those teams train in there. So it doesn't seem like a lot. Um, so we don't need a ton of space, but when we do have like the big teams like softball or women's soccer, and it's like, we need everything like we can. And um, it's definitely gets crammed a little bit, but it's, it's something I've had to learn from, right? Like I had to like really go in there and see it and like lift myself and play around with things and things you wouldn't really think about starting a new job, but like you get used to it. Yeah. Um, I got two questions. I don't want to forget the first one, but you just named off the staff that works in the weight room that you're at the Bev Lewis do mm-hmm. like you assisted BMAC a ton when you were here. Do you have somebody that helps you out with softball? So there are no GAs here, which is like another different thing I'm not really used to. Like our staff feels very small because it's just us three in that weight room. And then baseball has their own strength coach. He's doing his own thing. Matt, who's with track, like does his own thing over at track. So um, it's just us three. Um, We don't assist each other. If we need it, we can ask each other to help out. Um, We have one intern this semester who's just a volunteer and she helps me out um because Wednesday or no sorry Monday and Friday mornings dive and softball overlap a little bit um like 15 minutes so she'll like finish up the dive team while I'll start softball and so she helps me out with that awesome from a facility standpoint and I know you've mentioned that you had softball this morning is the weight room close to where you were doing their speed agility conditioning was that an indoor facility or is what does that look like so similar to Kentucky, like we, there's an indoor where it's like mainly footballs, but we share with um, the Olympic sports teams, but it's very close. Like you, um, the weight room's kind of up on a hill and you walk in. So you just like walk down that hill across the parking lot and the indoors right there. Awesome. And so we don't have our own outdoor turf like Kentucky does. That would be shared with football as well. But um, right now is a good time to use those things because football's like kind of ramped down. Gotcha. What about nutrition wise? Obviously we have a great, you know, fueling stations here in our nutrition lab. What does it look like at Arkansas? So we have, um, in our building, like within our weight room, there's a little like fueling station. So there's like protein shakes, protein waters, um, quick carbs and things like that. Um, the actual nutrition facility is in a different building. I've never been, um, that's in a different building they can go. I think it's similar to UK's because I know they provide cooking classes and stuff. So I think awesome. there is kitchens available. Um, and then with athletic training, um, they're in the building next to us too. So it's not like Kentucky, it's all right there, which is really nice. But um, here we're all in similar areas, but you do have to go outside and cross a different building. Makes sense. Makes sense. So that's, you named off a lot of things that were, you know, different, not one better than the other, but are there any blaring similarities that you're just like oh yes at Kentucky it's like this and then at Arkansas it's like that as well I mean just like I don't know like simple things like you know 
our staff, like we like meet and talk about things and focus on development and the betterment of our athletes and things like that. Um, you know, we, as an athletic department have like monthly meetings, we're all on the same page. Um, we had a monthly meeting like last week and it was really cool. They, um, introduced all the new staff members. So I got to like say hi and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, like there's a bunch of differences, like I mentioned before, but like, like the main thing is similar. Like we're all here to, you know, support our athletes and, you know, do the right things and stuff. It's just in maybe different ways, you know, different state, different school, different traditions, but all the same, getting back to the same principle. Now at Kentucky, you were here, like I said, from 2019 to uh, right as 2022 was starting. You grow, you grew a lot as a strength coach, but then in order to get your first full-time job, you got to nail the interviews. So talk me through what you felt like really helped you be prepared when you were interviewing with, you interviewed with Whitney for the most part, correct? Yes. So Whitney and sport coaches, athletic trainers as well. Is that right? Yeah. So my first interview was Whitney. Zane was on it as well. And then my second and final one was with Whitney. And then the sport coaches would come on. Um, softball had like sport coaches, assistants, um, athletic training. Like there were like four people. I was like, oh my God. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So talk me through like what you felt like we did at Kentucky for you. Like really the mock interview process that really helped you be prepared as you could be for the interviews with Arkansas. I think, um, so the first mock interview process we went through was just like our staff, like you're applying to the Kentucky full-time job. And so I had interviews with athletic training, sport coaches, admin, and strength and conditioning. And so having like all those different elements was super helpful. Um, And then just like, honestly, like going through it, like practicing and like, you know, like, doing it, I think is like super helpful because you can, you know, look at practice interview questions and think of what you're going to say in your mind, but really just practicing it. Um, I think it's helps tremendously. Like, um, even my interview to Kentucky, like to be an intern, um, I was on spring break, um, my senior year of Virginia tech and my supervisor for rec sports. Like I told him I had this interview and he was like, uh, like, let's do a mock interview over the phone. And I was like, great. And so we did that and he was like, okay, like this was good. This wasn't changed this. Okay. So I didn't make those mistakes like on my interview. Um, so just doing it really helps. Um, I found through the process that I actually do better if I don't over-prepare. I'm someone who like studies, you know, like I study for a test and, you know, I'm very like, you know, meticulous in that. So I would find myself like question studied like written out like answer exactly how I wanted to answer it and so when someone would bring that up I'd like be like okay like what is my answer what is my answer versus like naturally having conversation you know how would you train softball oh I do this I do that so um I I really found that out because my first interview with Whitney at Arkansas I didn't realize it was an interview I thought she was just calling like she was like hey you want to set up a phone call and I was like sure like casual phone call she just wants to get to know me but first question she was like so how would you train swim dive and softball oh geez (laughs) but um I mean obviously like uh, those are things that I've 
thought about, but I didn't have like a written down, like, you know, perfect version of the answer. And I think that has really helped me. And that's something that I've learned, you know, that might not be for everybody, but through the mock interview process, I've learned that about myself. So, yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's good advice for people listening that maybe, and I'm the same way, Guyman, where if I am trying to get prepared for something, I'm trying to be a forward thinker and thinking through, okay, they're going to ask me these questions and this question, this question, I need to write out my answer. I need to review my answer. I need to have those papers in front of me, which can just cause yourself to have too many wheels turning in your brain so that when maybe a question that you didn't think of gets thrown your way, you're thrown off your game and maybe you're not, like you said, not coming off um, as a, just being a conversation. So I think that's good advice on the, um, in the same breath, you know, you got to be prepared from a programming standpoint to, you know, communicating with sport coaches and, making sure that your athletes have buy-in. You spoke of that when uh, earlier, when you were talking about, you know, the softball team hadn't done Olympic lifts and you wanted to implement that, but you were worried about, you know, possibly the athletes being like, what are we doing? So how did your time at Kentucky help you in your role at Arkansas to better communicate, be a better leader and all those things that play into being a great strength coach? So um, communication definitely like, you know, you have always said, you know, communication, be direct, be diligent, um, you know, all those good stuff. Like, so I've definitely like have picked up on that and learned from that. So communicating with sport coaches, I'm always like over communicating with them. And I think they've um, appreciated that. Um, so that's been really good. Um, talking about kind of our staff a little bit, like we don't have a group me because there's only like three of us. Um, so we just have a text thread and I feel like I'm always texting in there. Cause like, I'm just so used to like every time there's just a little bit of something like always communicating that. So, um, that's just like something that, you know, you've instilled in me. And I think, um, I think it's good, honestly, like to just always be communicating and be on the same page with things. Um, how, how about communicating with the athletes? How has that gone? It's gone good. I mean, um, so day one, like I set my standards. So I printed out like the rules that I wanted, you know, within the weight room, like making sure you're on time, you know, that doesn't mean like you show up right at seven. If lift is at seven, you're there at least five minutes early. You are ready to go at your rack at seven. Um, you know, making sure you're dressed appropriately, making sure you have a good attitude. You're following the lift, like all that stuff. I like laid that out, um, gave my spiel to them. So I think like, you know, setting that tone first, um, day one was really important. Um, so they understood like, okay, like th these are her values and her, her rules essentially. And, um, you know, this is what happened if, you know, we don't uphold them and I've had athletes already, you know, be late or, um, late's the most one, but, um, so they had to do a, a 6am cleaning. Cause that's like, you know, and I held them accountable to that. And I think they, they realized that and they're like, okay, like this, you know, she means business. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been good. They've been good about like telling me like if they have class conflicts or all that stuff, um, communication has been good. Um, I didn't realize this, but I'm very good at learning names. Like by, by the end of the week, I knew everyone's name. So that was, that was exciting for me. Um, but yeah, they've been great. A lot of them are from the West coast, which is cool just to meet new people from California and Nevada and things like that. So 
um, that's been good. Communicating with like athletic trainers has been, has been easy. Um, again, I'm very used to like, if someone, you know, can't make lift and they need to lift at this time or want to do a voluntary lift at this time, like I'm always texting athletic trainers and they're like, thank you for letting me know. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> no problem. That's what we do. We, yeah. we over communicate. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh man, I forget. It was good. You mentioned about the people from the West Coast, and I was thinking of a question. I forget what it was. Um, oh, this is what I was going to say. So the you, you had an athlete that was late, and they came in for a six a.m. cleaning, mm-hmm. as you know, holding them accountable. Was that something that you came up with, or was that something that was already established at Arkansas? That's something I like. Well, I definitely like brought it from Kentucky because that's what I did at Kentucky. But yep. uh, that's something that brought to them um before was um a exercise type of punishment and i was yeah, like Jeff. we can't do that so we're gonna do a 6 a.m cleaning instead yep. um so and then something else i really wanted to mention was like that first week being able to do those progressions and stuff i would have not been able to do that if i didn't have the experience of running orientations at kentucky so like I ran, I like, I don't even know how many, like so many for Brenna with swim and, you know, swim are interesting movers. So being able to work through that, um, I like, I've taught kids how to clean in one week and, you know, that would have never happened if I had never had those experiences. So um, I'm very thankful for that. That's awesome because oftentimes I do feel like when a young strength coach and definitely not you Guyman, but sometimes if the young strength coach is given the group that needs to learn how to lift, that's almost that sometimes the strength coach views that as not a punishment, but not the most ideal situation. You'd rather be with upperclassmen watching them, you know, clean heavy weight or squat heavy weight or coaching technique or with people that know what they're doing, but being able to take an athlete, especially somebody like our any swimmers that typically don't have an Olympic lifting background and being able to take them from point A, not maybe not even knowing how much the barbell weighs to having them doing something like clean and jerks and snatches in an efficient way. It's you, you grow as a coach so much and you're, then you become so appreciative when you actually get a group that is are good movers and you're able to teach them what they need to know in a much more efficient or timely manner it just helps you grow so much as a coach. And one thing I always hang my hat on is when D and I were running our CrossFit gym, like we would have general population people and we would be taking them through the same uh, Olympic lifting progressions that our student athletes would do. And it just made us much, much better strength coaches because we were watching people that never picked up a barbell, figuring out what mobility limitations they might have, correcting that, then improving their technique so that they can do a, you know, a weightlifting or CrossFit class with us and actually be good movers. So that's awesome to hear. Speaking of weightlifting, you're a big weightlifter at Kentucky. We love weightlifting at Arkansas. What's the, are, are you, I think you mentioned it, but are you still lifting heavy weight over your head? How's that going? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still training. Um, so I was, uh, earlier when I was living in Kentucky, I was thinking about doing the big blue winter slam. Mm-hmm. So that was going to be my next meet. And then I moved. So, um, 
actually like Northwest Arkansas weightlifting, like followed me on Instagram. So I finally like found like connections and stuff. So within the state, so I'm going to try and find a local meet hopefully sometime soon in the spring and compete again. Cause it has been a while. Last time I competed was like October. So I definitely, or I guess our weightlifting meet. <laughs> oh yeah, but, yeah. Our mock weightlifting meet. That was fun. That was, yeah, that, fun. that was fun. Um, but yeah, I definitely like, I'm, I'm actually feeling really strong right now. Um, Phil has me doing some crazy stuff right now. I just did a four rep max on eccentric back squat yesterday, four seconds down and I got 210. So pounds. awesome. So that was good. <laughs> That's great. Any crazy stuff with the Olymp on the Olympic side? Um, no, I haven't like hit like any like PRs. I mean, I did like, again, like he has me doing some, like I had to do like a four M on snatch. Like I never have ever touch and go. Much. How'd you do that? No, I, I dropped it. Also. Okay. Um, and I got, um, 110 pounds on that. And that was really exciting for me. Um, awesome. but yeah, it's been, it's been good. Like I just been, it was moving was hard with weightlifting. Cause like I did the move and it was just crazy. And so I ended up like restarting the program I was on, but, but things are going really well. So awesome. what kind of bumpers do you guys have at Arkansas? We have, we just got new ones actually. Um, awesome. they're like dot dianex diamex oh yeah 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 yep. I know what um, you mean. we before so we just got these new ones and before we got those in we had like these giant plates like bigger than like you know like regulation weightlifting size so they were like crazy big um but we just got these new ones we have like a set of kilo plates that are like tucked away in a closet that i like pull out and use um they're big bumpers so i need to i need to personally get some like small change plates for me um but yeah, that's awesome. Well, guy, man, this has been great catching up, learning about what you're doing at Arkansas and all the, you know, the ins and outs of that. It's been good for me to hear. And I hope everybody out there listening appreciates the conversation as well. Uh, anything you want to leave us with? Um, well, this is the start of my fourth week, so I'm still learning tons of things about Arkansas, like uh, la or, or on Friday of last week, I found out we had weighted vests. So um, we could even like have this again, like in a month or two, and I'll probably have like many more, you know, things to talk about, but, um, I definitely like, wouldn't be where I am today without my time at Kentucky. So I appreciate the hell out of you and, you know, the university, the department and everything. So I can't wait to be back to visit soon. Absolutely. Maybe we'll come out and visit you as well, but you know this, that we're extremely proud of you and everything that you did at Kentucky. And now that you're moving on to Arkansas, we can't wait to watch you keep on doing great things. Thanks, Burlock. All right, Guyman. Well, we'll hop off here and I'll stop recording, but everybody listening, if you have any questions for us or any feedback, don't hesitate to reach out to us at our email address, ukstrength at uky.edu. Thanks and go Cats and go hogs. Is that what you guys say at Arkansas? Go hogs? Woo pig. Woo pig. Go cats.